Welcome back to Side Piece Show. You guys, I'm so excited. I just did another Daily Mail TV with freaking Perez Hilton. You know, I know I say it every week, but I was talking to a very good friend of mine. I've actually known her since like elementary school or middle school. I don't know. A long time ago. I'm old. So I've known her literally since I was like 12, 10, 12 years old. And her name is Emily. And I'm not going to rat her out anymore. But I do need to say what an amazing friend she is. And that like we are still friends after all these years. Like elementary school, high school, go through college, grow up. We're not even in the same state. And we reconnected and it has just been like the best thing. She is in Ohio. I'm here in LA, but it just like means so much to me that I've reconnected with her. And it's just so cool. Oddly enough, I've reconnected with a lot of people. Not a lot. I don't really have that many friends. Let's be honest. But I have reconnected with some people because of side piece. Like I haven't talked to a ton of people and then I'll hear people reach out through social media like, hey, Melissa, I listen to Side Piece and I like it, blah, 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 blah. And that's kind of how we reconnect. And it's just so cool. Obviously, I love Side Piece for a million reasons. But the fact that this is bringing me closer or reconnecting me with people that I haven't seen or been with in decades, it's just, again, one more reason why I love Side Piece. But I'm talking to Emily, my friend from forever ago, and she is just like such an amazing support. She doesn't even watch half of these Bravo shows, but she tunes in and she listens and she's three kids of her own. I mean, there's definitely other things that she could be doing, but I guess this is a side piece for her and her crazy life. But she was just like, you know, it's really cool. Um, you know, that you have kind of immersed yourself into this Bravo world with these Bravo lebs and housewives and everything. And, you know, I just do this every single day. I work hard to get amazing guests, to bring you amazing episodes with guests whom you love. And I really don't like stop to think about it. And it's just cool that she brought it to my attention that like, I, I can't believe that this is what I'm doing right now. Like I just started out this whole intro by saying I was on Daily Mail again, which is so dope in itself, like Daily Mail freaking TV. I've been doing it essentially every single week now for the past like eight or nine weeks. And I did it today with Perez Hilton, like the king of pop culture who has been around, who I've been watching and listening to for so long and now I'm doing segments with him and laughing and having fun and talking about Britney Spears together. I mean, it's so cool. And when Perez isn't doing it, I'm doing it with Dorinda freaking Medley. It's just so cool what has happened. I've said it a hundred times before, but like, you know, when I started Side Piece, I didn't even have listened to a podcast in my life, let alone do a podcast. You know, I was trying so hard to get 
a side, like a side of a Bravo Lab. And I met like the best people, like the Seth Marks, the Frank Catanias. You guys, I had zero listeners, zero followers. I was nothing, nobody, zilch, nada. And amazing people like Seth Marks, like the Mike Hills, like the Frank Catanias took the time, again, me being nobody, having no platform, nothing, took the time to come on my little itty bitty baby side piece. And A, I'm forever grateful to those people who came on when, you know, they could have done a hundred other podcasts, a hundred different interviews and took the time to do mine. I'm forever grateful for people like that. And now just to see where I am and where I've come and how I've started and being the lunatic, you know, I, we talked about this, like, this is just going to be for sides. When we first started, I was like, let's go after this person. And they're like, no, it's a main, it's a main housewife or it's a main person on Bravo. We need to stick to sides. And then eventually, because I'm a lunatic and I need bigger and I need more, I was like, nope, I want everybody. So then that's when I started going after the main people, the main Bravo Lebs. And now, being the lunatic I am, I have to rebrand side piece to where it just means it's a side piece, like your escape. It's your side piece from the madness. And I want everybody. You guys, you should see who I'm going after. Like, I know I'm going to get them at some point. It's just crazy. And I do all the booking. Like, I don't have this whole team doing it. I do all the booking. I literally chase down these people day after day, week after week, try to sell them, to get them on side piece. And by the way, even though I just had Caroline Stanberry and Larsa Pippen and Ashley Darby and Vicky and Dorinda and Brian Austin Green, it is still not easy to get these guests. And it takes forever, like an ever. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it. I love the progress that we have made. I love that the connections that I've remade from doing side piece, people all over the country that I've reconnected with because I started side piece and they happen to stumble upon it and tune in and reach out. And now these friendships that I have, it's just amazing. And I say it a million times. I'll say it a million times more. I do it all for you guys. You know, I work my balls off. People forget that like, it's just me doing side piece, that I'm also a nutritionist and I have stripped where I help people with their food. I have that whole business. And by the way, I have two maniacs under five at home and that whole husband thing. But again, it doesn't matter. Like I will get no sleep. I will work my ass off all day, every day to bring you guys awesome stuff because it makes me happy and all I want to do is make you guys happy. And if I can bring a couple smiles from my weird intros and my weird talking and my awesome guests, then I'm a happy person because making you guys happy is just the best ever. So that was a really long story, (laughs) but... Anyways, I appreciate all of you guys. I appreciate, as I was saying, my friend Emily, who has seen me with braces and a little chunky monkey, you know, when I was on the basketball court and, to, you know, what I'm doing now. And I appreciate Emily. I appreciate all the love and the support that I get from, 
you know, whether it's family, friends, people that I don't know, but have met through this, I just, you have no idea how much it means. And I so, so appreciate it and love you guys. And again, I do it all for you. So a million thank yous. Thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for all your reviews, subscribing, rating, and telling all of your friends to tune in too, so they can listen to my mouth ramble on, but hopefully enjoy the awesome guests that I have too. A million thank yous for everything. Uh, I love you. I love your support. And I will see you next Wednesday. And you guys, holy moly, I can't believe the guest today. I need some kind of red carpet rolled out. My mouth is definitely not proper enough for this woman. But I got her and suckered her enough into coming on side piece. And I am so excited to bring to you the Countess, the cabaret star, always rocking some Giovanni. Yes, you know it. It is the one, the only, the Real Housewives of New York City OG, Countess Luann. Thank you for, for doing this. I've been so excited forever. Um, I'm just, I'm pumped. And all you're freaking doing, it's just, I'm <laughs> very excited. Actually, Luann, so excited. I wrote you a little poem. Oh. Okay, you ready? And the cabaret star, some, it's not music, but something in that realm. I figured you would like it a little bit. Okay. She burst onto the screen, by far the most proper housewife we had ever, ever seen. There's no doubt she's the countess with class, but don't get it twisted. If you come for her, she can definitely kick your ass. She has been through many tough times from breakups, makeups, sobriety, literally been through it all. But no matter what is thrown her way, she will always remain standing tall and never, ever fall. And now she is the queen of cabaret. Her performances and, of course, Giovanni dresses will make you drool. And don't ever forget, you can always finding her being cool, so not like uncool. I'm so excited I could shed a tear. Today in the side piece house, the one, the only, Luann Delaseps is here. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, Melissa, for that intro of poetry. I love that so much. My son is a poet. He loves to write poetry, Noel. And so it means a lot to me. I love people that still, um, that still write and still put an effort into pleasing others and also giving them a nod and a recognition. And I, I appreciate that so much. A thousand percent. I love it. You know, I really love it. So I appreciate you doing what you're doing. Like, taking something that you love and making a huge success out of it. I think it's incredible what you're doing. How are Thanks. you doing? I'm doing great. I just got back actually from the West Coast. I um, did my cabaret shows in uh, Vancouver and Seattle and San Francisco, and now I'm heading to LA. <laughs> I mean, and by the way, I need to see you when you come here. I'm going to come to one of your shows. I'm in LA. Awesome. So it's, yeah, June 23rd to the 26th. I'll be at the epic El Rey Theater. So super excited about that. Epic. 
you, I mean, is there a better title and a better place for you to be do doing it than the Epic? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so no. how is it going? Do you, are you loving it? I love it. You know, I love my show. I worked really hard on it. You know, uh, I did, you know, shows in New York and, um, you know, around the East Coast. And then to be out on the West Coast is really cool. Not like all uncool. And uh, <laughs> I have an amazing director. He's, you know, Kristen Chenoweth's director, um, who is the queen of Broadway. And, you know, he's directed Bette Midler and, and Barbara Streisand. And so I'm just working with the business. Um, and, you know, it's an all new show. So fans are going to get to see um, the F-bombs on the G4 with the OGs, uh, which was spun from the ultimate girls trip. Uh, you know, I love doing my Q&A with the audience. Um, and we really connect on that level. And I just take all the music that I love um, and I pick the music myself. Uh, and it's all songs that I love and therefore the fans love. So um, it's really a fun ride. It is a full on party. Um, we have a lot of fun with the show and uh, I've got great video packages and, you know, there'll be some amazing guests in the room also. So I'm really looking forward to getting to LA. That's incredible. I can't, you know what? I was talking to Jill, your girl, Jill, and we were talking about your friendship and it was just like so amazing what she was saying about you and your guys' friendship and everything you've been through. And she was just saying how proud she is of you amongst many things that she said awesome about you but how proud she is of you because you took something negative and what you had been through and spun it in to this cabaret. So is that what happened and why you started the whole cabaret in the first place? Oh, no, to tell you the truth, I had started my cabaret writing it and working on it, you know, before the whole Palm Beach debacle and all of that. And so, you know, I, I, I have a very dear friend who said to me, uh, you know, we've been friends for over 20 years. And he said to me, Luann, you love to host parties. You love to tell jokes and you love to sing for your friends. Guess what? You should be doing cabaret. And so then I met Ben Rimmelauer, who's a director. And um, and we started, you know, working on the show. And, you know, so it's it's been a long time coming. I was busy getting married, divorced and arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I do make light of it and you know you have to in life I feel like you know people make mistakes people you know have all kinds of things happen to them and I think it's so important for people to to know that you know you can start over you can, it's, it's a new day and it's a chapter and this is a new chapter for me and it's been an amazing one I get to put all of my creative juices into my cabaret show and you know, and I'm loving it. I work very hard at it. It's not something I take lightly. And, um, and the shows are really successful. And, you know, and I'm, I'm so thrilled to be able to, you know, go around my shows and bring joy. You know, um, I think the world needs a lot of joy right now. And, you know, and there was kind of um, a void in the cabaret world in terms of performances that, you know, there's no Liza doesn't perform anymore. And Cheetah Rivera doesn't perform anymore. Um, and so, so I just felt like, you know, by doing this show, I, I didn't realize that, you know, I just right. did. And, and it just turned out to be that, you know, I kind of, you know, it's a pop culture experience. It's, it's cabaret, it's pop culture, it's a fashion show. It's, it's all of those things combined. You know, I'm a big fan of variety. I loved Carol Burnett. Um, I grew up on that stuff. And so 
it's, you know, I'm, I'm living the dream. I'm really doing what I've always dreamed of doing. And, um, and I couldn't be happier that people are loving it. Is it crazy? You know, I was just thinking about it. How many seasons ago when you went into the recording studio and then we didn't see you singing as much. And then this happened. It's almost like a full circle, obviously not like you're singing in a different way in a different platform, but like, isn't it crazy? I mean, what season was that? Like season three or four? I mean, yeah. it was so early. Very, very early on. And, you know, I, I, you know, I got to say that Bravo, I, you know, I love the franchise, but it never really shows my cabaret uh, in the best possible way because it just can't, there's always drama around it. And, you know, jealousy around it to a certain extent. And so you've never really gotten to see my show at all on the Housewives. And so that's why when people come to my show, they're like, oh my God, this is like a real, you know, show. This is a really put together professional show. And so a part of me loves to shock people because I think they don't know what to expect. And when they get there, they're like, oh my God, this is really a great show. So, um, yeah. <laughs> why you can't do you think they're showing it though? I mean, why don't, I just feel like it would bring so many, like, like you said, me, well, I've watched you from season one. I've watched every housewife, right? I would love to dive in and see this side of you and what you're doing and everything else, like on a, mm -hmm. like on a bigger scale than just, oh, we went to Luann's show and we're going to see her backstage. Right. Right. Well, that's, that's the other thing. It's, it also has to do with music rights and all of oh, those yeah. things. So, so <laughs> it's more, it's more complicated than that, but, but, you know, uh, the good news is that, you know, people hear about it, they talk about it and they want to come and see because they're curious. They don't know what to expect. And then I blow their minds. And that is a great gift. It's amazing. It's like, it's almost like it reminds me of like a date. It's like, you don't want to, you know, countess, you don't want to show too much. You want to leave some to the imagination. Because then when they get it, they're like, holy shit, this is amazing. Right? <laughs> Speaking of dating, what's happening? Anything hot cooking? You know, I um, I was talking to a girlfriend about this, that this morning. Um, you know, right now I'm so busy that uh, I don't even have time to date. But uh, watch out this summer. I'm going to be ready to rock and roll. I'm you know, after my tour is over, I'll be in the Hamptons a bit. And so I hope to have some downtime to like have some fun and, you know, and start dating a little bit. Wait, when you're at these shows, are people always like trying, I mean, how do you, you have to be fighting them off a little bit? Well, you know, listen, a lot of my fan, 80% of my show is women. Women, yeah. Uh, which is amazing. And then the other 20% are gay men. So. <laughs> gonna say it's probably not the people <laughs> or or they're married women that come with their husbands but the husbands get dragged in because you know their wives are <laughs> either couples or the single girls I tell you for my show though if a man wants to find a girlfriend my cabaret show is the best place to do it I mean they, it would be like they'd be fishing with dynamite I mean oh like, and they're all single and hot and amazing. I mean, my girls, they get dressed. They put on their best Giovanni looks. They got their statement necklaces going. And, you know, it's such a huge nod to me, to me and such a sign of respect that people come to my show. I mean, you come to a Broadway show in New York, people don't get dressed like they come to see me. Really? It's that they just step it up. They show up dressed to be with the Countess. And it's amazing. So the Giovanni... 
all this that you and Dorinda went through and now you're on the other side. Is it crazy? These, I mean, all your relationships, we've seen it go up and down with some of them. Who are you closest with like right now of, of the know, ladies? I, Dorinda a lot. I talked to um, Sonia and, uh, you know, I see Ramona once in a while because she's in the Hamptons. Um, you know, Leah checks in with me. So I really, you know, talk to most of the girls. We check in with each other all the time. So we, we've maintained our friendship. Jill Zarin, I see, you know, Kelly Ben Simone, I see. Um, and so, yeah, we, we still keep close ties. I mean, because, you know, that's the reality of New York and our franchises that we really are friends. Right. Well, which is amazing, which, which also is shocking though. Real Housewives of New York, like Roni, how, why do you think it didn't like crush? It always crushes. What do you think was the reason it didn't like, it wasn't so stellar last with the ratings last season? You know, you just never know. It was a very hard season for us. It was the pandemic. It was Black Lives Matters. It was the election. It was just a really tough time to film. You know, we couldn't really go anywhere exciting. We couldn't really have guests around or, you know, have outside kind of, you know, party vibes. Uh, right. So it was really tough. And, you know, we got through it. We filmed during one of the most difficult times in life. Right. And, and I thought the season was good. And, you know, you just never know what, you know, we hits or misses. And, um, and I feel like we got to a good conclusion at the end of the season, which was, you know, we were all kind of, you know, good. Yeah, right. there was no, there was no big drama in the end. So maybe that's why, who knows? And then, but then all the drama starts afterwards, which is just crazy. And again, it's not just you guys, every franchise housewife, it's always like, there's more happening on social media and off the freaking show than there is on the show. Were you I, just like, what's going on? We ended on a good note. <laughs> I know. You just never know. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Beverly Hills and, you know, there's all this talk going on there and, you know, um, well, good. It'll, it'll keep people wanting to come back for more. Oh, see, do you now the whole, you know, the talks of like, you know, doing the OG and doing the new Roni, where do you, what do you think about all that? Well, listen, you know, I was surprised just like everybody else that, um, that, that they came up with this version of the two different, um, uh, shows but you know listen I at first I was like oh that's kind of bizarre but then I thought you know I'd rather film with the OGs because it's real friendships than I would with people that are new that I don't know right you know so you know let them do that let them keep our show and let's see what sticks I'm mm -hmm. excited I mean the uh, the OG of Roni are you freaking kidding me I mean I don't even know where to start who is like your top like five I have to have these OGs on my show like who's your dream cast well I mean you know our our cast that we have basically and um and I would add Jill and Dorinda amazing uh Jill Dorinda and you know maybe we'll throw in a Kelly Ben Simone wild card or Aviva Drescher I mean Aviva Drescher yeah Aviva Drescher um so you know it's not like there's a ton, you know, Alex and Simon are living down under. Right. Uh, you know, Bethany has made it clear she doesn't want to come back. So good for her. Good for her. Good for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay. So you and Bethany, I see, are super close still. I see. Yeah. Right. We're really tight. Do you ever see a reconciliation with you two? You know, there's really nothing to reconcile. It's just, it is 
the, for me, it's all in the past. I have no hard feelings for Bethany. I only wish her well, um, but I just don't see her coming back. And that's, that's fine with me. Luann, your girl, Ramona, and this whole Teresa thing. We're, okay, we, us outsiders, are all dying at this happening. You, who knows Ramona extremely well, what is your first thought when you are seeing this? My first thought is, oh my God, she does not even realize that by doing this video that people can freeze the frame and blow up the picture and get all the details. Cause you know, she thinks oh, I'll just go past it quickly on my Insta and nobody's gonna be able to read it. But she doesn't realize because you know, technology for Ramona, it's not her number. It's not her number one. She didn't get an A plus in- It's not her tech. strongest suit here. Strongest suit. So, so I, I don't think she, understood what, what she had done at all. Um, in fact, I spoke to her about it. She said, Luann, I had no idea. I feel so bad. You know, she felt terrible about it, of course, because, you know, you know, Teresa had to probably do a lot of changing of things and it, it must have been a nightmare for her. Um, she got a lot of, apparently she got a lot of RSVPs from Melissa Gorga. Oh my God. That she's coming as a bridesmaid. <laughs> Can you, I mean, I can't even, I can, and there's a lot of people attending this wedding. Like it's a big wedding. I know I have my invitation, but I can't show it to you. <laughs> uh, well, actually Luann, I will see you there because I'm going to oh. go. So you meet, did you know Teresa pre ultimate girls trip? Uh, yes. You know, I've met her a couple times, you know, I didn't know her well, I must say. So it was great to get to know her on the ultimate girls trip and we got along um really well and and I really loved her as a person and you know and I think um you know she fell on her feet and you know met a nice guy it looks like to me and is in love and so you know I wish her all the best I'm so happy for her you know we should all be so lucky and meet a handsome guy you know uh who's successful you know let's hope it everything is going to be just perfect for her and and she'll have a beautiful wedding and so I'm looking forward to that were you surprised that you were a bridesmaid I'm not a bridesmaid oh you're not no when, do you see how crazy this is out in the in the social media world they said that you were did you read this about you I had no unless I unless I unknowingly am a bridesmaid but I don't think so I think they would have contacted me by now I'm not even joking you I've seen 15 different times. And again, I'm not going to just say something when I see it once, literally everywhere that you were, <laughs> I was even going to be like, wow, I didn't realize I love it, but I just didn't realize you guys got that close. Oh, no, no. I mean, we, we got close during the um, ultimate girls trip, but, but no, I'm, you know, uh, not, I'm not a bridesmaid, just a guest, just a guest. So, okay. Ramona, I have to ask you because you know it. Cause I have a sister that a lot of times like she does things that aren't the best and it's just like, Oh, because that's her. Do you think that she always gets these passes because people just chalk it up to like being that's Ramona? Well, I think she got passes until she got to the ultimate girls trip and, uh, and those girls weren't having it, especially Kenya. <laughs> Not at all. Right. Right. You know, it, there, you know, listen, at a certain point, you know, you can only cry wolf so many times. Uh, and I feel like, you know, her time is kind of up. I think, you know, she's got to figure it out. 
I mean, you have been with her from the get-go and she's, we see, this is just what we see. I'm saying it seems like she's not the easiest, right? Because it's like this and then the comments and this, the apologizer, right. the Ramona Stinger Stinger. I mean, right. what are your nicknames for her? Oh, it's, it, it, sure. Yes. So after all this, Luann, and you've been through your own hard stuff, Mm -hmm. why do you still stick with her? There's something that still keeps you with Ramona. Do you think if it weren't for actually, let's say this, do you think if it weren't doing for the the shows, you would stay with her as like a close friend? Well, listen, I, you know, I see Ramona out and about at various friends and parties, et cetera. So, you know, socially, I would see Ramona obviously even without the housewives so um so you know best of friends you know have we ever been best of friends besties best i mean really my closest relationship on the show has often you know been mainly with sonia and dorinda and you know ramona and i have always been at odds it's just recently that we that our relationship has gotten better over the past couple seasons and um so you know we're we're friends but you know um, I wouldn't say that we're the best of friends. Right. It's just, it always reminds me of like my sister again. Like I go back to like, well, she said, sorry, or that's just how she is. So it's like always a pass. And then it's like, right. well, you're not 12 anymore. Right. And like, how long do these passes go? And like anybody else, you'd be a complete asshole for doing what you're doing. But like, we just right. make excuses for you. Right. So the ultimate it- girls trip, how was it? Who did you feel, was it shocking that you got close to some people? Like, that were you not expecting it? Um, you know, I was shocked I got along so well with Kenya. Everybody said that she was, you know, throws a lot of shade and I didn't know her at all. So she was the one that I was like the most nervous about in terms of, you know, um, getting to know. And Kyle, I didn't know well at all. I just uh, thought maybe she would be more kind of snobby. Uh, and really she was, couldn't have been nicer. We laughed so much, very down to earth, very personable. Um, so I had a great time actually with all of the girls, you know, you know, I was a bit surprised by that. And, and I was surprised by the women's reactions to Ramona um, because, you know, I'm so used to her behavior that I let it fly. Like we were talking about. Um, but the other girls were not having it. They were like, Oh no, mm-mm. no, this isn't, this isn't right. Who did you get the closest with out of all of them? Do you think? Um, probably um, Teresa. Teresa. It's crazy because Cynthia, like I'm friends with Cynthia out here. And Cynthia, I know and love and, you know, we've been friends for a long time. But in terms of new housewives that I got close, closest to, it's, it's, would it would be Teresa. And who was the most surprising? Kenya, you think? Probably. Um, you know, I think, you know, she's traveled a bit. We talked about Europe. Um, we talked about many things then she surprised me the most. So this new one, it's so funny because you guys like lived it up in this mansion and private jets and Turks and Caicos. And then the second one, they're going to, which is of course the Blue Star Manor is fabulous. But like, as far as yours compared to the new one and the girls in it, do you think it's going to like crush like yours did? You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it looks like it's going to be great. It's, it's obviously going to have a different feel. I mean, here we are in this extravagant, on this extravagant trip and private jets and private yachts and, you know, private villas and, you know, riding horses in the turquoise waters. <laughs> totally. 
not quite Bluestone Manor. Um, and you know, and we are all housewives on all the different franchises. Um, and this one is all the housewives that are no longer on the franchises. So, you know, it's a different vibe. You know, I'm sure it's gonna be fantastic. I, you know, I can't wait to watch. Jill's on it, Dorinda's on it. Your girls. But Girls are on it, so I can't wait to watch. It's going to be great. Um, it's just going to be a different, you know, a different show. Like, it's such a, a hard, I know it's a tough topic, the sobriety, right? I think I always was so excited and after your people to talk to you because I've lived through, like, people in my life getting sober and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. How is it, though, but they didn't do it with a camera in their freaking face going right. to parties all the time which i mean you guys are based basically around going to events where it's yeah. lots of alcohol partying in the hamptons going to this event how do you freaking manage it like not only trying to stay sober but then you have drama with the crazy women add that to it cameras in your face scenes where it's literally like just get drunk like how do you do that like how do you do it well, you know, that's one of the reasons why I created Fosé, um, because I wanted to have an alternative to drinking. And, um, and, and I love it because it's got one third of the calories. So <laughs> I'm, you know, ahead of the game. And it's really about having a drink in your hand at the end of the day for yeah. me personally. And, you know, listen, I handle situations better when I'm not drinking than when I am drinking, I feel like. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, it can relax them and they're better socially. I don't have a problem socially. I'm very lucky that way that I don't need a drink to be social. Um, and that's a great thing. Um, and so for me, you know, sure, it's not easy, but I did the ultimate girls trip without drinking. I did the last season of The Housewives during a pandemic um, and during Black Lives and during an election and filming and all of that sober. And I'm grateful that that was my experience because I feel like a lot of people drank too much and were like, oh my God, I've got, you know, now I'm day drinking. Now I'm drinking, you know, now I'm hungover every day. And, right. you know, I never, I never wake up and go, oh darn, I wish I had a hangover. Um, right. so, <laughs> so, so I'm, um, I finally found a place where um, I'm comfortable, you know, with going out, with going to parties and, Luckily, I do have an alternative, and that's my fosé. And I'm, you know, couldn't be more thrilled about it. I'm actually having a party in the Hamptons this summer to celebrate it. And you know, I'm excited about the future of fosé because I, people are really loving it, and it's filled with great ingredients, and it's in a beautiful bottle. So you could be at a party, drinking, you know, what looks like rosé, and people have no idea that you're not part of that. You know, I'll take a, a sparkling water or a Diet Coke. You know, I wanted to have something elevated and beautiful so that you could feel like you're part of the party. And so with that, it just makes my journey easier um, in terms of filming, uh, in terms of housewives. And, you know, Kyle said to me, she goes, oh, my God, Luann, you're so much fun, even though you don't drink. And so that was great to hear because I do have a good time. The Ultimate Girls Trip is a great um, is great proof of that to me that. And hopefully to the viewers that, hey, I, I spent that whole trip not drinking and I had a great time. And so um, I hope I inspire people that way. I mean, you're li literally like you're a poster child for like, you don't have to drink to have a good time. I mean, right. you should be on like the Times Square with that underneath you holding your, you know, I mean, still holding your glass. Exactly. I mean, 
It is, it is. And again, because I've lived, I've not lived going through it, but like with people around me, I can't even imagine. And that's what I always wanted just to like, I think it is so incredible, Luann, what you've done, what you're doing. And by the way, and now doing cabaret shows where people come have a drink, listen to the music. I mean, also in settings. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny um, because Cabaret was like never a place that I drink in any case. I would never drink before my shows or before performing, et cetera. Um, but the party was on after, that's for sure. And, you know, I say now there's nothing like when we talk about drama at the house, I said, there's nothing that a drink does not make worse. That's how I feel about it at this point. I mean, can you imagine now living, being a performer on stage? Could you imagine? I mean, look at all these singers and performers that go out there and they're doing shots beforehand and they're drinking. Isn't it nuts? Like, I just can't imagine like the, the moves and the dancing, the remember the song. Like, I, I would be like, what? I don't even know what I'm singing right now. Yeah, but I, I think a lot of I think a lot of Hollywood is becoming a lot more people are becoming sober than you even probably know. Wow. Um, so I think it's, I think it's a thing. I think the non-alcoholic beverage market is a huge market and, um, and I'm new to it, but I'm loving it because I feel like more and more people are becoming sober and, or, or drinking less, you know, Jose is not just about not drinking, whether you're not drinking for one night or for a week or for the rest of your life, it's a great alternative, you know, and people mix it. They'll have a glass of rosé, then they'll have a glass of rosé if they have to drive or, you know, women that are pregnant, it's right. so good. It's for spas. It's for, you know, it's really for everyone. And when you taste it, Melissa, you're going to be like, oh my God, I get it. I can't wait. I can't. And I'm not a big drinker. Anymore. I mean, it's young kids and working and it's like, I can't be hungover. I can't be hungover coming to talk to you at 7am. <laughs> I need to be on my game. Like, right. You, right. I mean, a thousand, I just, that's why I just respect, I mean, always, but like you going through this journey, doing what you're doing, like you said, being a, an example, for everyone that's trying to get sober or sober, Hey, you can still have a good time. I just think it's incredible what you're doing. Is it harder? Was it harder doing Roni or ultimate girls trip being sober? Roni. <laughs> Roni, because, you know, the girls on Roni drink more than, you know, uh, the Beverly Hills. They're not huge drinkers. Right. Girls, they're not big drinkers. Um, and neither is Jersey. They're, right. you know, they'll be drinking, but, you know, they're not getting, you know, it's not. <laughs> we're like in tequila falling in bushes. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think drinks the most on Roni? Oh, God, I'm not going there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But Ramona, the singer's singer. <laughs> what is the hardest part, though, across the board, not just like the shows in your life? You know, you're more than just doing Roni and Ultimate Girls Trip in Cabaret. Like you just you. What's the hardest part of all the sobriety across the board? Let's see. Being around people that are wasted. It is. Oh, the worst. I don't mind people drinking have a party, have fun, as long as you're having fun. Yeah, It's the drinking, the wasted drinking, the burping, you know, all of that stuff is the worst. Totally. You know what I mean? Have a good time. I love a good party. Have a margarita, have, you know, have your, um, have your cocktails. I mean, I don't mind that at all. When you're having a good time, 
Uh, it's when it stops becoming a good time. It's, you know, drinking is very glamorous for the first hour. And then, uh, and then you see the party <laughs> shit a certain way. You know? You're like, let's not fall on the floor right now. But I did want to, to see if you want to play a little game, Luann. Okay. Okay. It's nothing bad, I promise. Okay. It is called, are you ready? It is called Count Less with a Countess. All right, Luann. <laughs> I know we're very clever over here at Side Piece. All right, it's <laughs> rapid fire. I'm going to give you two names and you say it's going to be less. So one person we would remove. One person we will, let's say, keep at Scary Island and they can't come back. Okay, who do you choose to keep on Scary Island? Carol or Bethany? They're going to stay on Scary Island. Yeah. Probably. Carol. Okay. So is it going to be Tinsley or Bethany? To uh, leave on Scary Island? Yes. Bethany. Bethany. All right. <laughs> Bethany. Pat Carol can <laughs> Heather or Kristen? Oh, Heather. Heather stays. Aviva or Heather? Heather stays. Alex or Kelly? Alex stays. Alex, by the, thank you for playing Countless with the Countess. That was fabulous. <laughs> Speaking of uh, a V, or I'm sorry, of um, Alex, did you hear how Andy was like, gosh, I would love to get Alex back on Roni? You know, listen, I wouldn't have no, I mean, you know, ask me about Alex and Kelly. I'm going to pick Kelly, but I have no, you know, hard feelings for Alex. I heard that she's doing well and, uh, Australia and you know I think to move their life to come back for Roni would be you know difficult so I can see why she wouldn't come back but I can see why Andy would want her back I could see it too would you be cool though if she joined like the OG cast I would be cool and not like all uncool with it <laughs> I love you Luann you know what I wanted to ask you one more what's your favorite song of all that you've made and created Probably money because of the lyrics and, you know, how many men there are that forget to hold the door when it gives them so much more than they can imagine. Talk about poetry, right? <laughs> Music to my ears. It's the best. Oh my God, this was amazing. Listen, I'm going to come to your show at the end of this uh, month and then I'll see you at Teresa's wedding wherever it will okay. be. Great. Thank you. Okay. This was the best. You are a rock star. This, I've been wanting to talk to you so long. This was just uh, the absolute best. And I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. At Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.